for you, Nina, to be able to describe it, because in my opinion, and then I will stop uh, talking, it, as opposed to so many other parts of the Caribbean, it's such a, and well, and also Turks and Caicos is considered one of the safest islands, if not the safest island uh, for, tra- for tourist mm-hmm. travel in the Caribbean. And I think that really lends to that really safe, calming um, feeling that you get when you're there. But so without, on that note, I will, uh, I will let you really describe that, uh, the lifestyle of Providencialis, in your opinion. So I, I, first of all, let me start by saying I'm actually sitting on my terrace looking out at Great Bay Beach and the water, you know, right in front of me. So um, one thing I, I find myself saying to myself often is, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe this is my view. I can't believe I get to live here. And I grew up here, went away to school, college in Pennsylvania, and moved back in 2002 from New York. But I literally every day say to myself, I pinch myself that I'm very, very lucky to look at that ocean and that beach every single day. So, you know, that doesn't get old. You don't grow tired of that. And, And I just, I get to meet people that fall in love with the place for the very first time or that have been coming for many, many years. But um, I think there's a lot of repeat business here too because people get to know people at the different resorts. It is a lot about the people and the community that we have here too. We've got really amazing restaurants for such a small place, high-end infrastructure, so people feel very comfortable here. It's easily relatable from the U.S., which is um, our key feeder market is the U.S. And it feels in some ways like an extension of the U.S. And in other ways, you know, it has that British feel. It's a British-dependent territory, but we use the U.S. dollar here. So it's very user-friendly. We've got great grocery stores. The hotels are high service levels. The beach is amazing and easy to get to it's easy to get around the island so it's just a very easy user-friendly place not to mention it's absolutely stunning and that's what keeps people coming back absolutely very very well said and that uh that is so very true is uh, and <laughs> i actually thought that i would find it difficult to adapt to uh driving on the left side of the road but i actually just <laughs> but i discovered that i was even uh I was much better at it. <laughs> I fell in love with doing that. And then when I came back to the States, I was disappointed that I had to drive on the right side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> you raise a good point. I'm so used to flopping back and forth, but, um, and I drive a, a left-hand drive, so I drive a U.S. car here. Uh, so that's one of those little quirks um, that you get used to. You really do. And that is so true. It is such an easy island to to navigate. You know, you're up on... The main leeward highway, and in and you can't, and in many spots of it, of course, as you know, that you, you can't see necessarily just what's two minutes below you with respect to Grace Bay Beach and the amazing hotels, as you touched upon, from the Gansevoort to uh, the Palms and that the whole stretch. And then also on the other side, with respect to Providencialis, which is, I think, such a beautiful asset, and you have the uh, beautiful listings there as well on the um, the short club side where you have the wind and you have the, um, so you have the windsurfing and the uh, kite surfing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I tried for the first time um, two years ago and completely fell in love with. Haven't had enough time to keep doing it, but 
I can see why people are obsessed and that people are obsessed. And we have some very, very wealthy, very successful clients that are completely obsessed with kitesurfing. <laughs> well, so good. That keeps them coming back. Yeah. Good for you for uh, for giving it a shot. And that's very. I've never. That is one that's still on my list. And that's very cool that you uh, that you fell in love with it. And with respect to so with what has occurred, i.e. the coronavirus, COVID, etc., the lifestyle component has, of course, moved to the very top of the list when considering luxury real estate for many areas in the United States, whether it be Miami Beach or Vail and Aspen, which are lifestyle markets, yet that component uh -huh. is now at the very top of the list. Now, with respect to Nina, you and Turks and Caicos Sotheby's and Providence Alice, lifestyle has it always been at the very top and now is it simply more, even that more important or how does that dynamic change for you in Turks and Caicos? I think you're right. Uh, it is at the very top and I think maybe it's just a heightened sense of the value of it that we're seeing now, meaning people recognize that, you know, if they want to spend the quality time with their family, which is we're, we're all refocused on family and, and quality time together. Uh, safety, safety means different things now, but you know, this is a very safe place, generally speaking, and it's, it's pristine air, pristine environment. Um, and now the idea of space and, you know, you can go down on the beach and have very, very few people around you. Uh, all of that perhaps is coming under heightened focus. And um, I get emails every day from people saying, can't wait to get back or wish we were stuck there instead of where we are, you know. Right. So I get a lot of that. So it kind of speaks to pent-up demand, but I think, like you said, just that whole lifestyle component really becoming the most valuable aspect. And what's so powerful that I really realized, uh, my business partner, he and he's our creative designer who designed that fantastic piece that we have on you in the current issue of Elevated Home with all of the stunning imagery that uh, is just absolutely magnificent. And we've, we've never gotten so many uh, unsolicited comments from uh, readers and clients with respect to a piece because it was just so, oh, amazing. Just so beautiful. Amazing. So thank you. But uh, he lives in Kauai. And what I realized then is it was one of the questions that I wrote to you that I wanted to touch upon. It's a per perfect segue from what you were just so brilliantly saying is in terms of, you know, you can live in certain spots uh, on the mainland, as they would put it, or in the domestic United States, and they are smaller areas, but you're still not a complete island. Whereas one of the benefits, in my opinion, tell me if I'm wrong, but living on, say, a, you know, Kauai or Providenciales, Turks and Caicos, is that during something such as this, which is still occurring and very well could, if not will, happen again, that's also an added benefit. And they, in, uh, in correlation with what you were saying in terms of safety, you can literally, as you did in Providence Allies and Turks and Caicos, you can literally shut the island down and ensure that everyone yeah. that is there is that much more safe, safer from a, from a pandemic, from a virus, from a sickness that's circulating. There is a real sense of security. Uh, the government was very, very strict. And, you know, as of yesterday, we have zero active cases on the island. Wow, that's and amazing. And I have to say that, you know, I, I went outside today and I felt kind of 
good about it. Like, oh, you know, it's not a false sense of security. I think we're all wearing our masks and we're being careful. Right. But it's just nice to know. It's very nice to know. And it just feels like the government has actually looked after us. Yeah. Um, so to that extent, I've also had, you know, clients that own on the island that are not here call in and say, well done you, you know, thank right. you for keeping things safe for us for when we're ready to come back. And we just have the confidence that it will be well managed um, to the extent that that's possible, by the way, understanding this is out of anybody's control. But um, yeah, being an island has its benefits. <laughs> 